You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 294 with Jennifer Thompson. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, you guys, I'm super excited to have Jen Thompson back on the show today. I wanted to do a two-part episode again with her. Um, I did that the last two episodes. I know that it's summertime and that you guys are all running around with your kids. You do not have the downtime or the time alone that you normally have. So it is so much harder to listen to things. And so I wanted to make these a little bit more bite-sized episodes that you could listen to and knock it out. But I wanted to talk to Jen about this topic she posted on social media, and it's about not being as good of a friend as she used to be. Now, I think in seasons of life, especially when we're moms, we go through these ebbs and flows. And I think having a newborn is one of those seasons where you're just kind of like in the weeds and you can't really think about maintaining all your relationships, right? Like you're focused on the baby, you're not getting sleep. What I don't think people prepare you for is when your kids start to get older and you think, oh, this should be better because there's more freedom. Yes, there's more freedom in other areas that you don't have to deal with as you would with small kids but you find yourself driving them all over the place. Okay. And you do not have that time to either be talking to somebody on the phone or whatnot or connecting. And I don't think that we're prepared for that. And then you get older kids, you're now helping them emotionally and mentally more than the physical parts of potty training, changing diapers and all that kind of stuff. And so by the time the end of the day comes around, you may find yourself just tapped out, especially if you're an introvert, you're just like, I, I don't want to text anybody. I don't want to call anybody. I just want to veg out and watch TV and not think about anything. And so I hope that this really, you know, resonates with you guys and just know that this is a season and I hope you enjoy this episode and that you can relate to it and just know that like, you're not alone in this. Like you're not just being a bad friend and you're the only one noticing, oh, this is different than what it normally is. So enjoy this episode. Please share this with your friends, especially if you feel like they're struggling with this. Um, I think it will inspire them um, to kind of just look at things and maybe be more open in their friendship so that uh, you guys can be communicating with each other to say like, Hey, like, I know I'm not showing up in the way that I used to. Um, and that you can give grace to those friends and just know that there will be a time again that you can build it up. And we also give some good tips on what you can do um, in this season of life. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Jen, thank you so much for coming back on the show today. Hey, Amber, thanks for having me. I'm super excited to have you here. Like, I mean, it's always great talking to you. And I feel like we can just have real conversations. And um, I'm just going to jump into it because why it's summer. And I'm just like, Hey, let's just go for this and jump on into a conversation that I think is going to help moms. And the reason why I wanted you to come on is because you posted something that I felt, you know, is so transparent. And I am like, you know what, there has to be other moms that are going through this right now. And I thought, let's have you come on the show. So you posted um, a post on Instagram talking about how you used to be a better friend. And when I was reading through your stuff, I was like shaking my head, like, yep, yep. Yeah. I hear you. I know what you're saying. And I know why, like you feel the way that you do. Um, and I'm like, this might be good for us to talk about it because I'm thinking a lot of women might be going through this, especially if they're in the season of life that we're in. And we're going to, we're going to dive into that part. Um, in a few minutes, but I wanted you to share with us what you were writing 
uh, on your Instagram. And what made you decide, you know what, I really kind of want to write a post about this and, and put this out there for everyone to see. Yeah. Well, I love that we're just hopping right in. And I do think that this is probably a pretty, um, a subject that most people can relate to, I would think at our stage in life. And that is what inspired me to write it. There have been so many times when I have thought I'm just not the friend that I used to be. I used to send lengthy emails back in the day before I was texting. I'm going to age myself. Like, you know, I had email before I had text. So I would send these long emails Mm. and then I would send, you know, check up on friends with texts and call. I, I remember having like multiple hour long conversations with friends, like not just one hour long conversation a day, like, but like multiple, you know, like the kids would go down for their naps and I would just call a friend and we would just talk for a long time. And Um, I remember I would send cards and letters and random Starbucks cards because somebody would just cross my mind. I'm Mm. like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to run to Starbucks and get them a card and send them a card. And I really feel like I was for a while, it's like just, you know, I'm patting my back right here. I was on on my game. I was on my friend game Yep. and I felt like a good friend and I have not felt that way Mm. for a long time. And all of my good friends out there, I'm not saying this so that you'll call me and be like, but you are a good friend. Like, you know, I know I have wonderful friendships, but the reality is, is I just cannot invest in those friendships in the same ways that I could before I had children or even when my children were really little. And so that's what inspired me to write this was because I have had to come to peace with that. And that was not easy for me for a while. I felt like I am not the friend that I was. And I felt, I felt really guilty for not being that friend. And then I realized uh, I had a conversation with a mom, in mops actually a few years back. Mm. And I told her that I didn't feel like that great of a friend. And she said something, she spoke something to me that just really, like I took her words and I put them in my heart and I've just held on to them in those moments when I feel like I'm not a good friend. She said, right now you are in a season like no other. You are being pulled in so many different directions you have to give yourself grace. The time for investing in all of your friendships and all of the things that you want to invest in will come again, but it's just not right now. And that's okay. The time will come and right now you're doing what you need to do in your home and with your family. And, and it just, it really just spoke to me and just filled me up. And so I, I returned to that over and over. So that's another thing that I wrote about in that Mm. post was just to give that word to other people that might be struggling. Like, Hey, if you are in a season, even if you don't have children, like if you're just in a season where your work is driving, you know, tons of work hours or, or you're caring for your elderly parents or, you know, there's a, there's so many things that can happen to us, you know, ailing health, whatever, like there are different seasons in our lives where we just can't give as much as we can in other seasons. And that's okay. Hopefully that time will come again. And the people that love you, they're going to understand. You know what I mean? I agree. And I was talking about this before we started recording and I wanted to see if you're on the same page and we realized that we were. And I think something that stood out to me. And so some people may have a harder time resonating with this. And this, I think depends on how old your kids are. Now there's different difficulties 
with Mm -hmm. ages of kids. Right. And for sure, I I was saying this to um, a friend of mine, not that long ago that I definitely feel that shift of going from when the kids are little and it's more physical, like it's difficult because it's physical. You're washing their hair, you're wiping their butts, you're changing their diapers every year. Like maybe you're breastfeeding you're getting up in the middle of the night. It's all these physical things. Right. And then as they get older, yeah, it changes to mental and emotional, like challenges because now the things that they're going through, it's like, you're trying to coach them to be better people or how Mm -hmm. do they make friends or how are they doing in school and, and how do you support them? And, you know, trying out for sports and trying to build their self-confidence and all these things that you're like, whoa, like this is a, this is a lot of mental work that's going on and it starts to shift. And so I think too, yeah. And I was saying to you too, that like when the kids are little, I feel like you go to preschool, you go to mother's day out wherever you're going and you, I'm sure that like some of the kids will will say who they like and hopefully you like their mom and they, and you do a play date. But I think a lot of times you kind of gravitate towards the moms that you get along with. And if the kids get along enough, that works. And then you do a play date. The kids don't know any different, right? They're, they're not knowing that they're missing out and they're not expressing like, well, no, I want to hang out with Johnny and whatever. And so then you're oh, yeah. getting, they're, they're just happy to have a friend. To right. Play with. Right. And then you're getting that time with a girlfriend. And that I know a lot of friendships come from that, like hanging out together and then you build that relationship. Okay. So that works when they're little, then they start to go to school and uh, elementary school and all that kind of stuff. They start making friends without you and they want to play with those friends. And then it keeps going as they get older. It just gets more and more like that. And then I think what happens because you're not you're now not getting that bucket filled of friendship because you're not doing this play date with that mom and the kids are getting their bucket filled too. Now it's like, wait, the kids are going off in different directions. You may have to take them there, drop them off or, and then you have another one at home and then you're busy with them. And then you have four of them. So, I mean, that's like twice as many as I have. So, you know, I can only imagine that you're like, okay, I got to do your stuff and your stuff and be there for you. For me with two, I'm like, okay, what do you need to do? Um, you know, what, how do I need to show up? And they may be hanging out with their friends, but now you're finding yourself not hanging out with your friends. And so that's what I wanted to talk to you about, because I feel like that's probably why it's easy to feel like you're not showing up because you are busy, like kind of keeping everything going in your kids' lives while they're building their friendships. What do you think about that? completely. I 100% agree with everything that you just said. You know, I think back to when the kids were younger and I would hang out with my closest friends all of the time. And our, our children were friends. So just like you're saying, my play dates were usually with my closest friends who then our kids just became friends because we were, we were such great friends, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so there was just this natural connection that happened and it was that was such a sweet, unique time too, because my friends and I, at that time, we really took care of each other. You know how they say like, it takes a village yes. to, yeah. to raise a child. And I had so many times, like I had one friend where every week we would eat like on a night, we would double a meal 
I would double a meal. And then the next oh, yeah. night she would double a meal and then we would trade them so that we knew that at least one night we didn't have to cook that week. And then I had another friend, we would just drop off, you know, food at each other's house on a regular basis. We would meet at the park and take turns like going on runs, but then we would also, so we could also fill our buckets in different ways. Like in addition to then hanging out with each other, like there was really this sense of community because we were, we were helping each other. And I think it's not only do you start to miss out on the, the play date, hanging out with your friend kind of thing as your kids get older, but some of that, at least for me, that kind of community, like we're helping take care of each other's kids. We're swapping like babysit like that. We don't do that anymore because now our kids can watch themselves. And like those things that naturally kind of brought us together, they don't exist. Our kids are, and we have since moved. So for us, we my we grew up when my children were young, we were in Indianapolis. And five years ago, we moved here um, to the suburb outside of Nashville. So it's been completely different since we've moved here to the friendships that we've made have, have not involved all of that, that, yeah. that was part of it when they were younger. And so now it is just like you said, it's, it's a lot of the days, especially this summer, which I kind of, <laughs> I had this picture like, okay, we're, we're entering summer. And I think I thought of it like as the past two summers. So, you know, two summers ago we had COVID yep. and then and then the next year, our our kids learned online. So last summer, they mm. still weren't super connected to their friends. Yes. So the last two summers were very, very chill. And now we fast forwarded to this mm-hmm. summer. And it's like we have two teenagers and a tween and our son's about to turn 10. So they are so social. So we've only had two weeks of summer. And I really feel like I am logging more <laughs> hours behind the wheel of my minivan yes. that I even knew possibly, you know? Yeah. So with the gas prices being really high, by the way. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness. Oh my goodness. It is what, what is it? The eighth. And I, we've already spent like, Oh, 200 and something dollars in gas this month. Yeah. I didn't alter our budget. And so like, as I'm looking in there, I'm like, Oh, that's hilarious. I'm like, well, <gasps> I'm going to surpass that by a lot. <laughs> Goodness, I know it's crazy, but, it is. but yes, to your, to your yeah. point, like it's a total shift. So when yeah. you're younger, you naturally are hanging out with your friends with mm-hmm. your kids and then yeah. they get bigger yep. and there's, you're not going to do that. Like no. you're not going to have teenage play dates. No, that would be kind of weird. Yeah. That would, <laughs> so. Well, and, and the thing is too, so, you know, um, I think too, we were talking about this, um, you know, share with us, like, you know, what it's like having teenagers. And so when you, when you say you have two teenagers, how old are the teenagers? 16 and 14. Okay. And then, and then we have a 12 year old too. Okay. So she's, she's almost there. Yes. So we, we are really in the teen zone over yeah. here. So you were talking about, you know, going to bed and all that, and now you have older kids, right? So I'm going to have you talk about that in a second, but like even that, like, and so this is what I want to go back into. Yes. When you have babies, they keep you up and that's a little bit challenging. Even toddlers try to throw your sleep off here and there. But for the most part, they go to bed earlier. Now they may wake up early, but they go to bed earlier. So you kind of have that time. Now, why I'm saying this is because I want you to share kind of your experience with having older kids, but here's the kicker. So when your friends are like wondering, why am I not hearing from you? It's because you're like, well, my kids are staying up later and then I'm not even getting time for myself. And then when I finally do have the time, I need to have time to myself. 
And then you're like, I don't want to text anybody or feed into anybody else because I've now just had to stay up later than I wanted to. Um, just interacting with people who are not your friends. Like I'm not even talking about your kids. I'm talking about your kids' friends, right? <laughs> so your your capacity of like talking, you're like, I'm done. I'm so sorry that like you're gonna have to just tell all your friends to just show up in your kitchen and sit on the counters, okay? And then maybe you will have conversations with them. So share share with oh my with gosh, us. this is so true. <laughs> share with us, like your experience with this, you know, and the thing is too, right. They always say women have so many more words to say than men. Well, yeah, but we're using our words on people that like, maybe we wouldn't have even used our words on, but that's the circumstance right now and the situation. So by the time you have that moment, you're like, I'm tapped out. Like there's no more words, like I'm done. And so normally when you would be like, Oh, there's a nap time. Like, let me just call my friend. And, or you're like, Oh, my kids are finally sleeping. And it's eight o'clock, like say they were really young and you're like, I'll call a friend. No, you're still up now talking to random teenagers, right? Like, so you're like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't have time now. So share with us what this looks like for people, especially if people don't have this yet to kind of give an idea of like what's to come and and what you probably didn't even expect. Like you're probably like, oh, I didn't, I didn't realize it was going to look like this. So share, share with us. This is so great. So actually it's funny because my husband and I just had a conversation about this today because we said when the kids were younger, we would have conversations about like, won't it be strange when they're, they're big and they take up this much space. And we were just thinking of it like a physical bigness, but not really comprehending all the emotional stuff, like you're saying that Mm -hmm. goes along with it too. Cause they're not just growing physically, they are growing emotionally and they are learning things about the world and they have questions and they're experiencing things and they're learning how to drive and they're getting in their friends' cars. And, and so one of the things that I think I wasn't expecting, but I'm incredibly grateful for. So I am very blessed that I, I have relationships um, with my teens where we talk, right. We talk about things. And, and I had, um, a wise woman say to me, uh, a while ago, she said, I'm going to tell you something about teens. She said, never, never act shocked. Mm. She said, if you want them to keep talking to you and sharing with you and open, never act shocked, no matter what they say, just roll with it. Ask the questions, you know, don't blow up. Don't you know, the minute you, kind of freak out, it, it shuts them down. So mm. I've really taken that to heart and I have had just some of the most fantastic conversations over the past months with, with my teens and their friends. And a lot of it, just like you said, happens around the kitchen Island. It's eating snacks and just talking. And I have learned that when they are ready to talk, I, I talk like mm. I, I dry, unless, you know, I'm like, I have to get to an appointment or pick yeah. somebody up. But, right. but if I, it's like, I was doing laundry and I felt like I had to go whatever, if it's not urgent, I will, I will shut that stuff down and make space mm. and open my ears and open my heart and just allow that time because I want to facilitate that kind of relationship with them. Mm-hmm. But what that means is the, I am an introvert and that's something I've learned about myself later in life. And just like you said, Mm -hmm. I need that downtime. I need space. I need quiet and I have to be open 
especially in the summer when everybody's home to just having more conversations all throughout the day and the conversations can go late into the night. You know, there are so many times when I like I'll doze off on the couch and then I wake up and then there's like, (laughs) you know, three teens in the pantry and I'm like, what's going on? You're like, like, where am I? (laughs) (laughs) You know? And so that whole, like everybody's in bed at eight o'clock and now we have some time. It doesn't exist anymore. I mean, they are up, they're scheduled. They are up. I mean, the, stereotypical teenager will stay up really late at night and sleep in the more I did the same thing when I was a teen. And so they're up really late at night. You know, like my daughter last night, she got home at she was helping with VBS mm. at home at like, I don't know, maybe nine something. And she was ready. Like she wanted to talk. Like she was I like, was like, second wind. Yeah, like yeah. I was on the couch and she came in. She's like, can I tell you all about my day? And I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, while I'm sleeping. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but that, but that is the difference. You know, yeah. like I think about when the kids were younger and I was, I was really just kind of starved for conversation. You know, I, I stayed home and my husband went to work and I, I didn't like, I, I'm not going to sit and have a conversation with my baby. <laughs> like, oh, right. yeah. So, mm-hmm. so I was looking for that and I'm, and my friends were looking for that too. And so we, we helped meet those needs for each other. But right now there's just so much happening on a day-to-day basis in our house with the kids and my husband's still working from home the majority of the time. And, and so just like you said, it's like when I can have the quiet, mm. I, I, it's like, I need it. And I'm not yeah. trying to be selfish. Right. I'm just like, I, I just need it or else I'm not going to operate in a no. very beneficial way for anybody I encounter. Do you know what I mean? Oh, for sure. And I am so excited to tell you that if you've been sitting on the fence with life coaching, Imagine this, you and I working together one-on-one for free. If you are a mom in their late thirties or forties, finally finding yourself having the time to think about yourself, then make sure to grab a free mini coaching session with me. If you feel like you're stuck and you are ready for your forties to be amazing, if that be losing your baby weight, changing jobs, maybe starting a business, working out again, or possibly just building habits that you can feel good about and stick to then this coaching session is for you. Maybe you're finding yourself spending so much energy thinking, what is next in my life? I have the husband, I have the kids, I have the house, but I still want more Then this call is for you. Maybe you feel like you're too old and you want to try something different, but you're so scared and you don't know how to take those first steps. This session is for you. And even better, I'm going to give you tactical steps that you can start implementing the moment we get off our Zoom call. So if you're interested in more details, you can DM me at Mom Inspired Living. Or if you know this is something that you've been wanting, just go ahead and grab a spot at mominspiredshow.com forward slash coaching. And if you don't see a date or time that works for you, DM me at Mom Inspired Living or email me at amber at mominspiredshow.com. I can't wait to chat with you guys. Now let's get back into the show. Oh, For sure. And, you know, it it, kind of stood out to me when you were talking about this. Not only do you not then have the capacity for your friends, like what's happening is when you were talking about your kids' friends being over and then being available to them, that is also then eating into your like space, right? Of how much can you get back? And because you're prioritizing that, because you want that for your, children and you want to have a good relationship with your kids and you want them to have good relationships with their friends, 
you're having to shift gears and there's only so much that you can do. So what's happening is it's like edging out the friends for now. But the thing is, it's like, because you are, it's like, it's like, as if somebody was like, okay, Jen, I'm going to bring five friends over. So like me, okay. I'm going to bring five friends over and we're just going to like sit in your counter and we're just going to like talk to you. You can go take a nap. And then if you wake up, we'll still be here eating. Okay. We're fine. Okay. And then you're like, wait, wait, I don't have time to text all my uh, Indianapolis friends because Amber and her five friends are sitting here talking to me and they won't go to bed. Right. So like, if you could picture it that way, right. Like it's, there's a visual of that, like, but you're doing that with your kids and their friends, even though you didn't intentionally go in to do that, where if I were to come over with five friends and I'm like, I'm going to do this. Like how many times do you think your, your kids have, um, friends over in a week? Oh, a lot. Like every day or maybe five days. This, this week is an exception because all of the kids are at at various camps Camps. and whatnot. But, but I would say on average, there's probably a child that is not ours, at least like in the summer, I would say at least one a day, one a day, at least like that's like a minimum, but, but either, but then usually they'll have like as all the kids might have, like maybe everybody has a friend over or somebody's bringing over a couple of friends, or, but there's usually, we'll just average out one a day, but that actually seems pretty low now that I'm talking yeah, about but, it. So that's what I'm saying. So imagine like, okay, that if one a day, okay, just imagine like I'm, I'm sitting there now, you don't have to talk to me the whole time because I'm sure you're not talking to their friend, but imagine I'm just sitting in your Island and you're doing your laundry, but then, but then you kind of get this feeling of like, oh yeah, Amber's still here. I probably should talk to her, like maybe she needs something, right? When you can picture something like that, you could then really see how you're struggling to like show up for your friends in the way that you used to, you know, Mm -hmm. it doesn't seem weird if you think about your, your kids, friends being there. But like, if you thought about your friends, like changing places with your kids, friends, you would see why you're like, this is why I'm not sending you a card. Um, <laughs> Kelly and um, Jenny, you're not getting your Starbucks card. And uh, Rebecca, I'm so sorry. I didn't return your text from five weeks ago. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and if somebody yeah. could see into your house, they would be like, well, no wonder. Like, there's no, there's no room. And it's not because you don't care, but like, this is like all right in front of you, like right now. And then by the time you feel like it's okay to kind of walk away from that. You're just like, I need to watch Netflix or yeah, read a book or something. You know what I mean? Or go to bed. Yeah. 100%. Well, and I think that the, the important reason to have this conversation is because I think what we all long for is grace, right? Because yeah. even my situation doesn't look the exact same as yours. Yours doesn't right. look at this. None of us have the exact same situation. But I would say that most of us, if not all of us, have something that's going on in our lives, right? That demands our attention and pulls us in some direction. And maybe we can't give all that we want to give to to something because we're being pulled another way. And I think that we just have to be so kind and so sweet and so understanding and so gracious with the people in our lives. And, And to be able to see out of our own circumstances and look into their circumstances, just like you just said, you know, Mm -hmm. have a visual, like what is going on in their life and how can I support them? How can I help them? How can I, how can I, um, reach out to them at this time and just kind of to constantly, I guess, have that lens, but then also understand if we aren't in a season where we can have that lens, I used to be much better at 
being able to say, well, how can I support this person right now? And right now I don't have as much of a capacity Mm -hmm. for that. And that's okay. I think that's one of the biggest things is just recognizing like, it's okay. This, we all go through different seasons and this season that I'm in right now, like my husband and I talked about this today. We're like, you know what? As we're running back and forth and to and from and taking the kids here and there, I got home from dropping one of the kids off and I said, you know what? I think these are actually going to be some of the fondest years of our lives, even though it seems so crazy Mm -hmm. and there's so much going on. I really think that there is something so fun about these years. And I love the conversations that happen around the island and, and I want to be present in that. And so it's like, and, and having this experience of me not being able to be the friend that I want to be to my friends has given me a ton of grace for my friends. Like if I don't hear back from somebody, Mm. somebody doesn't text me back. It's like, I get it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, or yeah. if somebody doesn't call me back or somebody can't get together. It's like, I understand. Like we will see each other when we see each other. And I think that those really close friendships, they, they can weather this mm-hmm. storm. Yeah. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, well, like, look at you and I, like we, we get together every so often for coffee. And when we get together, it's like, we never didn't get together, right. you know? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that's how it is with the really close friends yeah. is that when the time comes, you'll get back together and you will pick up right where you left off. And so we just need to be cheering for each other, you know, just like, Hey, you're doing a great job. And, and I love you. Even if I don't see you or talk to you, I love you. And I just think we need more of that, you know? Yeah, I agree. And, you know, I wanted to um, talk about being intentional and, really kind of going into that with both, um, not just your friends, but your kids' friends. So I wanted to talk to you about this. So one, you're talking about being available, um, for your kids and their friends. So how does that look, Jen? Like, you know, you're, so how do you find that balance too, between you're the mom that's like floating around and are they like, okay, like, can you give us some space? Right. But then also you're like, yeah, but I want to be available. So I would love to hear kind of like what you have learned that kind of works with your kids and their friends. Um, You know, you're trying to give them some space, but you also want to be there, you know, if they wanted to talk. So do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah. You know, I just think that I'm going to go back to the kitchen island. Like I, I spend a lot of time in the kitchen. (laughs) Yeah. Right. You know, right. We all do. Right. And so you know, like when they would come home from school and they'd, they'd have their friends that would walk home with them and I'd greet them at the door and say, Hey, you want to come in for a snack and just help get them a snack and just sit down and kind of let them decompress and share parts of their day. Um, or if a friend is coming in, like just talking to them, like, Hey, how are you doing? How are things going? And and just kind of inviting conversations. And it's amazing how many times they will come up wanting to talk, you know, like mm. either I'm sitting on the couch or I'm doing something and yeah. uh, they'll come up and just start talking. So I think it's just, I think for me being available, it's just when the moment naturally arises, just taking advantage of it and trying not to shut them down. Like if they come to me, and I, and I really don't have anything that's that pressing, not shutting them down, but just being like, okay, 
I'm, I'm here. Like I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying. Let's talk yeah. about your day. Let's talk about, um, how things are going or what happened in chemistry today or, you know, just that kind of thing. I think, and I think that's what it looks like for me. Um, does that answer the yeah, question? Yeah. And I also too, like, do you feel like your house is a house that people generally come to, or do you find that your kids go to other houses as well? Or like, what does that look like? No, I do think, especially for our oldest, mm. I think our house is a house that people come to. And it's actually really great because we live clo- we live walking distance from the middle school and the high school, which I mm. love. Yeah. So like after the football games, a bu- group of kids would typically oh, walk to our house nice. and we'd set up a bonfire in the backyard and have some s'mores and those kinds of things. Um, so in different seasons, our house is definitely kind of the hangout house, but, but yeah, we, we like to welcome as many kids want to come over, Yeah, come over. Our door yeah. is open. And that's what I say to the kids when they leave too. When I say, thanks for having me. I always say my, my response is always, our door is always open. Mm, so I love that's, that. yeah. that's, yeah, that's what I want them to know. Like they can, they're always welcome to come to our home whenever they want to. That's the message I want to send to my kids and to their friends that they're all welcome here at any point in time, which is kind of funny because yeah. I'm really not that way. <laughs> like, well, especially if you're an introvert, because that's what I was thinking. Like oh, as an introvert, it's, that is very hard where oh that's more goodness. an extroverted thing, right? A more the merrier. Well, Come on in. It is is not me. In fact, this is kind of a funny aside. But so I live in this small town and my sister has since moved here. My mom has since moved here. And, you know, everybody first moved here. We're kind of establishing our boundaries and everything. And, And I was like, Hey, I just want you to know, I'm not, I'm not a just drop by kind of gal. I'm like, yeah. I need you to call me right. and give yeah. me some warning. And there are some times you may want to hang out and I'm going to say no, but I don't actually have anything going on. I just don't feel like hanging yeah. out right now. Yeah. <laughs> Which, so I am the exact opposite with, for, with my kids and their friends. And I think that is part of the reason that grace is needed in this season, mm-hmm. because that's, that's just my priority. You know, yeah. it's just, it's kind of what I feel like I need to do for them. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for listening to the show. If you love this episode, I would love for you to tag me at Mom Inspired Living on IG Stories so I can personally thank you for sharing this. All right, you guys, I'll see you next week. 